For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Paxson for three! Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself! Oh my MVP gosh, time! Windy City Assassin does it again! So this week we're continuing our trend of the good and the bad with the Bulls because it seems like the past few weeks I've had good news and I've had bad news. Well, that's the case again this week. I have good news and I have bad news on this week's episode of Believe in Bulls presented by BetOnline.ag here on the Believe Network. I'm your host, Nick Schultz. It's so great to be back with you here for another week talking Bulls basketball as we enter the home stretch of the regular season. This is March, people. There are only 14 games left on the schedule. Can you believe that? The season has flown. And speaking of March, by the way, uh, if you want to go back to last week's show, I listed some prospects that you can keep an eye on during the NCAA tournament. That's going on starting this week and highly, highly recommend checking it out. It's going to be a crazy, crazy tournament. But with the NCAA tournament going on, NFL free agency taking place, baseball making its return, we've got plenty of Bulls basketball to get you caught up on. Before we get to that, though, I have to tell you about our great sponsor, betonline.ag. It's that time of year and my favorite time of year, in fact. College basketball is taking center stage as the tournament is finally upon us. If you're looking to wager this year, Bet Online is the number one spot for all your updated odds and info, along with great contests, including the bracket contest, where you have a chance to take home the top prize. Just saying for any local listeners from the state of Illinois that are on here, Illinois is an eight-point favorite over Chattanooga in the first round this weekend. And Loyola Chicago, my Loyola Ramblers, are pick them straight up over Ohio State. So that shows how the odds makers think that game's going to go. That could be an upset in the making. Keep an eye on that one. There are plenty more spreads and opportunities to wager over at Bet Online. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get started. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. BetOnline, where the game starts. 
So, Alex Caruso is back. That's a thing. Yeah, didn't expect that necessarily this quick based on the updates from last week's show. I thought maybe it'd be, you know, another week or two before he came back, given everything we'd heard during the rehab process, etc., etc. No, he came back on Saturday against the Cleveland Cavaliers, and he made an impact. That was the first time since Caruso suffered that nasty wrist injury against Milwaukee that the Bulls held a team under 100 points. They held the Cavs to 91. So that's a good sign. But man, that game against Sacramento on Monday, whew. I'm going to talk about that later on in the show. But the big thing is, you know what? Caruso's back. Didn't exactly fix the defense like we all said that would happen, or at least I did. Still waiting on Lonzo Ball and Patrick Williams, who I have updates on as well. But I think getting Caruso back, you saw a different energy in that game against Cleveland, you saw the defensive intensity. He had some really nice hustle plays, and you could just tell he made an immediate impact. Now, let's provide some context here. Cleveland is dealing with a couple injuries. They're missing some guys, notably Jarrett Allen, who's out for, I think, another week or two, maybe a little more with his injury. So they weren't at full strength. But still, the fact that the Bulls held a team under 100 points when Caruso came back is not a coincidence. Now, that Kings game is another story. But... Before I talk about that debacle, I have injury updates because that seems to be the other thing we have every week on this show. Lonzo Ball is still recovering from the torn meniscus and the apparent bone bruise that came with it. This is the update we got on Monday from my guy Rob Schaefer, friend of the show, friend of mine. He said, quote, Lonzo Ball is running and doing some lateral work, but not at full speed per Billy Donovan. Next hurdle is being cleared to sprint. Donovan said he won't have clarity on a return date until then. So that shows a timeline is not exactly a best-case scenario for Alonzo Ball because, again, there was a bone bruise that came with the torn meniscus, so he had to work his way back from that, and he had the surgery. So that's kind of stalling things a little bit. But Billy made it clear, though, and that wasn't in Rob's update, but I saw it from a couple other beat writers. I think it was Casey Johnson that this is not a setback. This is just the recovery process. It's just taking a little longer than anticipated which is okay I'd rather it take a little longer and have him back at 100% than rush it and have him get hurt again in the stretch because the Bulls right now are in they're the four seed in the Eastern Conference standings they're a half game behind Philadelphia for the three seed and two and a half games behind Milwaukee for the two seed so they're still right in the thick of this thing and of note they're a half game up on the Celtics so it's kind of jam-packed here in the Eastern Conference so you don't want to rush Lonzo Ball back However, I know it would be nice to have him back in the rotation. We've seen the struggles with defending the pick and roll, and I think he'd be a big help with that. I mean, the burden has been going to Io DeSumo, who's been doing tremendous work. Alex Caruso being back will definitely help, but they still need those other defenders. And Lonzo Ball is that one that can be a difference maker. Now, the other one we got an update on is Patrick Williams, who is still kind of a wild card, I feel like. I feel like we don't exactly know what his role is going to be on this team once he comes back. This is also from Rob. He said from Billy Donovan on Monday, Bulls don't have a return date for Patrick Williams yet, but Billy Donovan said he's pretty sure it'll be before the end of March, which is huge. Said Williams will play an important role, but that if the team is fully whole, he prefers to ease Williams in off the bench, given how much time he's missed. So that sheds some light on what Billy plans to do with Patrick Williams once he's back into the rotation. Because we saw it last year, he... He started, I think, every game. If not, he missed maybe one and came off the bench. But either way, started every game last year. Well, this is a drastically different team from last year. 
And I could absolutely see him coming off the bench. And the fact that you have Tristan Thompson in tow now, now you can put you can put Tristan Thompson at the five, obviously, put Patrick Williams at the four, and then you can put Derrick Jones Jr. at the three. You've got yourself a big lineup off the bench because your starting lineup, if the team's at full strength, which I think it will be is what it sounds like here in the next month or so, it's going to be your starting five of Ball, Levine, DeRozan, Vucevic, and I'd probably still go with Javante Green to start just because, again, Patrick Williams didn't play much this year. So, yeah, ease him in off the bench, and then you reevaluate come playoff time. So I would absolutely keep Javante in that starting five. You know, that's one of those decisions that Billy's got to make when the time comes, but it sounds like it could come this month because he's been practicing. There was video of him practicing with Alex Caruso when Caruso was coming back from his wrist injury. So I think this team at full strength, that's going to come together at the perfect time. Because as I said, there are 14 games left in this season, and the easiest game on the Bulls' schedule just passed, and they lost that game. I mean, listen to these teams that are in these 14 games. And I'm not talking about home and away. I'm just telling you who these teams are left. Jazz, Suns, Raptors, Bucks, Pelicans, Cavaliers again, Knicks, Wizards, Clippers, Heat, Bucks, Celtics, Hornets, Timberwolves. That's not an easy stretch to go out in this season especially when you're in the heat of this Eastern Conference race, when you're a half game ahead of Boston for the four seed, but a half game behind Philadelphia for the three seed. It's going to be a sprint to the finish line, and you need to be at full strength. And I think these injuries are they're coming back at the same time. That's going to be a good thing. You've seen the impact Caruso can have. I think getting Ball and Williams back will help as well. But we do need to talk about that Kings game because that was ugly. That was not good. Bulls went to Sacramento. Now, Sacramento, worst team remaining of the 15 games that were left at the time. 24-45 and 45 entering play on Monday, and the Bulls struggled. They scored just 17 points in the first quarter and ended up falling to Sacramento 112-103. Now, it was a one-point game at one point in the fourth quarter, but Sacramento somehow managed to pull away because the Bulls only scored 17 points in the first quarter and they got outscored 36-26 to 26 in the second quarter. That was a bad first half, and Billy Donovan even said the goal at that point was to just get to the locker room, get your legs back underneath you, and try to regroup and come out strong in the second half. They tried to make a game of it. They did. It was a one-point game late, but that can't happen, basically. That type of loss cannot happen in this stretch. You're competing for a playoff spot. You're competing for seeding. The end of the season is right around the corner. I told you repeatedly what this race is like in the standings. You have a team with 24 wins. Now, I will admit, they have DeMontis Sabonis now, who has proven to just demolish the Bulls. They also have De'Aaron Fox, who has been unconscious lately. He's just been making everything. Harrison Barnes isn't necessarily easy to defend. They've got the players. They just haven't put it all together this year. And that game... That can't happen. I just don't know what else to say. I don't know how else I can spin that other than if you go in there against a team that has 24 wins in the middle of this road trip, which includes the Jazz and the Suns, two really good Western Conference teams, that game's not a must-win necessarily because it's out of conference, but it's a must-win because you could have leapfrogged the Philadelphia 76ers for the three seed in the standings, and now here you are. You're in the thick of the race as the four seed, only a half-game leeway with the Celtics going into a tough matchup 
with Utah Jazz coming up tonight, Wednesday night at 8 o'clock Central. That's not going to be easy. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I understand they're not at full strength. I'm tired of hearing the injury excuses. Alex Caruso did not make that big of an impact in that game. He was a minus 10. He was a minus 10 in that game. Zach Levine had a rough shooting night. Yes, the scoring ended up being there. I think he ended up dropping like 25 points or something, 27 points. Yeah, he finished with 27 points and 6 assists. Thankfully, Nikola Vucevic dropped 23, but that was really it. I mean, Kobe White had 13, but that was just bad. It's inexcusable, I feel like. And it's not like the Kings, like I said, are a bad team. They've got some players who can burn you, but they went from being a team that struggles pushing the tempo. I think they were one of the worst teams in the league entering that game and pace, adjusted pace, whatever the metric is. They were running circles around the Bulls. And I don't know, I don't know what happened. But with the schedule left, that game needed to be won, and it wasn't. And now you're getting these guys back, which is going to help. But again, they're not going to be back as you take on Utah, Phoenix, Toronto, probably not Milwaukee. I'm guessing, based on those updates, you're not going to have Lonzo or Patrick Williams back in the next week, I guess. I mean, by the end of the month, once you get through that Bucks game, you've got the Pelicans, who you can beat. The Cavs, depending on Jared Allen's injury status, you can beat. The Knicks, who knows? The Wizards, you can beat. The Clippers, you can probably beat. So you've got some teams that you can beat here, but I worry it goes back to what I said a couple weeks ago. Utah, Phoenix, Milwaukee, Miami, even New York to an extent. Can you beat those teams? I don't know, and that's what worries me about this Bulls team as we start looking at the playoffs because we have to start talking playoffs now, people. 14 games left. There's not that much longer left in the season. The end of the regular season is less than a month away, April 10th. I'm recording this on March 16th. That shows you how quick the turnaround is. We have to start talking playoffs, and when it comes time for playoff time, I don't know what teams the Bulls would match up well enough with for me to say, okay, they can win that series. I mean, I know we haven't seen the full product for most of the year. I understand that. I'm sick and tired of that argument. I'm not going to be making that argument anymore. They need to start winning these games. It starts with DeMar DeRozan. It starts with Zach Levine. I know Zach's playing on one wheel. His knee's not going to be 100%. He missed the game against Cleveland. Came back, struggled against Sacramento. I don't think he should have played in that game. You got Zach playing on one wheel. I don't know what's going to happen the rest of the way. I really don't. But when you get an opportunity like that, you have to take advantage of it. I mean, it's just simple as that. And that seemed to be the message in Billy Donovan's press conference as well, that it was a missed opportunity. So now you go into the stretch, you've got to make a move now. It cannot be a few games from now. You have to make a move right damn now because you've got, again, Utah tonight, Phoenix Friday, Toronto Monday, Milwaukee Tuesday. That's four games. You can, you can win two of them. Hopefully you can win two of them. Definitely, I think they can beat the Raptors. But you've got to win at least two of those. Three would be a best-case scenario. Four would be, obviously, the best-case scenario. But if you can win two or three, you might put yourself in a position here where you can avoid any even conversation of the play-in tournament. And then you can get yourself a good seed in the playoffs, get yourself a good matchup, maybe win that first round, and go from there. But I understand the injury argument. I cannot express that enough. Yes, I, I get it. I do. We don't need to talk about that anymore because these guys are starting to get healthy. Now you've got to make a move. That way, when those guys do come back, you can put yourself in position to make a run. I'm 
calling the Bulls in position to be in position. That's what John Rothstein says about college basketball over at CBS Sports. They are in position to be in position. They just have to put themselves in a better spot in the standings going forward. And you cannot, you cannot miss out on any opportunities like you had against Sacramento. Utah coming up tonight, Wednesday night, 8 p.m. tip-off. Phoenix Friday at 9 p.m., another late tip-off that night. Monday, Toronto at home, back to normal, quote-unquote, time at 7 o'clock. Then a trip up to Milwaukee for the second half of a back-to-back on Tuesday, 7 o'clock p.m. tip. We'll be back here next Wednesday for another episode of the show with more injury updates and update on some of my prospects to watch in March Madness. I encourage everyone to watch as much of the tournament as you can. I've talked to a few people about this, and the sense I've gotten is because the NCAA tournament is back to quote-unquote normal, meaning teams are traveling, they're not in the bubble in Indy, they're actually going to different sites. I know Loyola, Ohio State, and Illinois, Chattanooga, I think they're all in Pittsburgh. So it's back to normal with fans. I've heard people who haven't traditionally been into college basketball Get more excited about this tournament. And I encourage all of you to enjoy it and pick out some names. Pick out some names to watch. We'll talk about them on the show. I'm going to talk about the names I dropped last week. I am open to more possibilities as we march toward the playoffs and eventually the NBA draft. And it's really weird to not have to worry about the lottery this year for the Bulls because I know my guy Scoop B over Bally Sports said the lottery's coming back to Chicago. Really weird to not have to worry about the lottery, but we're going to talk about that from an NBA standpoint down the road. We'll have a lot more fun along the way as well. I'm going to wrap it up here. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Hopefully this next stretch of basketball goes okay and we don't have to talk about any more bad, avoidable losses like what happened in Sacramento. Can't wait to talk back with you here next week here on Believe in Bulls, presented by BetOnline.ag here on the Believe Network. Thank you again. I'll see you next Wednesday. Have an awesome week, everybody. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.